taken a single penny from any country. 93.3 and AM 560 KWTO. You're listening to Wake Up Springfield with former Speaker of the House Tim Jones, News Director Don Luzader, and Producer Cass Bowen-Anderson on 93.3 and AM 560 KWTO. David Weiss to give testimony on his joint venture with Hunter Biden and a Chinese energy company, but they never heard back from prosecutors. Bobolinsky's testimony could have been key in providing more details into Hunter's overseas business deals and whether President Biden himself was involved. House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer reacting to the stunning revelations, saying, quote, the fact that a key witness associated with the CEFC deal was not brought in to testify before the grand jury. Well, it just continues. The, the are the walls closing in? That's what the left would say if this if the target of all of this was a Republican or a person named Trump. Then our next guest has been at the center of all this. Let's talk to him next. Well, I guess I'm going to take it from you. Oh, how are you going to take one of my guns? Come on, Billy Jackoff. Take my gun from me. Almost $32 trillion in debt. How could you do this to a future generation? And maybe the most important question that we've asked now for over a week is, why did they keep it from the American people when they knew about it before the election? The Democrats' double standard is out of control. They wanted Trump in jail over classified documents. And with Biden, it's let's wait and see. Eric Burleson joining us here once again this morning. But what you can say is, listen, I know Eric Burleson, and I'm asking you for my kids. When I ran, I said I would be conservative. I would fight for these values. And I'm proud to say that... That I have. Why did they keep it from the American people? We can pretty much say that about everything we've been discovering these days. Let's get to the bottom of some of this right now with our next guest, Congressman Eric Burleson from the 7th Congressional District right here representing Springfield and all parts around it here in southwest Missouri at Rep. Eric Burleson at Eric Burleson on Twitter. Congressman, good morning to you, Eric. Thanks for joining us once again on KWTO. Hey, good morning, Tim. So, Eric, uh, to say that the um, the Biden administration and all of its rel- all of its related agencies has been stonewalling you all of uh, on oversight and the other committees in Congress that are trying to figure out what's going on here with the Biden family. That's probably an understatement, Eric, isn't it? Yes. You know, and I get it. I, I, people are frustrated. People want to see um, us do something. Um, and I. I just want people to kind of think about this, that, that we, it, right now, all we have is the house. We don't have the mainstream media. We don't have the, the deep state. And, and so if you remember when Trump was in office, that everyone was out to get Trump. Okay. The Congress was out to get him, both the house and the Senate. The mainstream media was out to get him. They were, they were investigating. Journalists were actually doing their jobs and trying to investigate, but they were lying. But they, and then you had the deep state. Right now, we're fighting against the mainstream media. We're fighting against the deep state. And but thank God there are whistleblowers within the deep state that are crying foul and coming forward. And many of these are people that have professed to be Democrats, but they just can't stomach what's going on. Eric, what have we learned at this point? Like, if you were going to encapsulate this within the interview time we have here, uh, to succinctly tell the American people, especially those 
who are your constituents here in the 7th Congressional. What have we learned at this point about the Biden family and their dealings around the planet? So I think we, we, you can say this from an aerial perspective, you've got three committees that are working with different agencies and whistleblowers from different angles of government. So you have Comer's Committee and Oversight, which I'm a part of, and we're looking at the bank records and the transactions of the Biden family, getting information from the Department of Treasury and information from the FBI. And then you have Jason Smith, who is receiving information from, from six whistleblowers now within the IRS that are pointing to tax evasion and transactions uh, and the, these are the same overlapping transactions from, about, from the Biden family. And then finally, you have the Department of Justice and whistleblowers within the FBI that are pointing out that there's a crossover as well. And so and, and the FBI is pointing out that there truly was a quid pro quo. And this is coming from a third source, which is, you know, trusted informants uh, in overseas, uh, in, in the overseas countries. So the all of this triangulates and points to the same thing, which is that the Biden family for years, including the time that he was vice president, was selling policy decisions to foreign countries. And Eric, is it, is it becoming almost laughable at this point on Capitol Hill for Joe Biden to continue to profess that he knew Nothing. He's like Sergeant Schultz from the old Hogan's Heroes series, that he knew nothing about what his son Hunter was doing. He keeps saying that over and over again, but you have come up with a mountain of evidence that would show that at least as far as Hunter is concerned, that his father was very intricately involved with all of these business dealings, wasn't he? Right. And how can, how can Joe Biden not know that his grandson is getting hundreds of thousands of dollars money wired to him? How can he mm-hmm. not know that his... His daughter-in-law, his two daughters-in-law, are both receiving money from foreign money wires from foreign uh, businesses. How can he not know that his that his niece and nephew, and his brother Jim, and his son Hunter, were all receiving millions of dollars? And I guarantee you, Joe himself was receiving it. It's, he's probably doing it smartly in like a foreign account that we don't have access to, but. But we're, we're going to continue to look for that. And, you know, the fact that all of this was happening, then you have the, this um, WhatsApp message that was released where Hunter is saying, I'm sitting here next to my father. He's right here. And we want to know why you're not making your commitment. So whether uh, th- that indicates that there's implication, the fact that there's so much consistency from all of these different foreign business dealings, whether it was from Ukraine, China, or Romania, all of it was consistent in pattern. And, and so to me, that, that shows that there's a connection. Mm-hmm. Speaking to Congressman Eric Burleson of the 7th Congressional District. Eric, I, uh, I saw a really interesting item in your Burleson brief from last week, which I would encourage people to sign up for by simply going to your official website at burleson.house.gov. Uh, Eric, just to, just to show people how focused you are, not only on these national issues, but on issues right here in the 7th Congressional, uh, I, learned, I learned something interesting about Table Rock Lake. 
I know you were digging into this last week with the, um, I think, with the Army Corps of Engineers up on Capitol Hill. Would you explain what the what the problem is as you see it, and what uh, you hope to do is to rectify it? Yeah, anyone from this area, we all know Table Rock is a gym for Southwest Missouri. If even if you live in Springfield, Table Rock is is your weekend place to go, right? Many of us mm-hmm. have places mm-hmm. down there. It is just, it's beautiful. But sadly, the Army Corps of Engineers has been very difficult to work with. Um, they don't keep the p- state parks, whether it's Ants Creek or Joe Ball, they don't keep these up to date. And what's happened is you've seen a decline in, in recreation. People, if you go and buy a boat, Tim, a Bass Pro today, you're going to have a very difficult time navigating or trying to figure out where you're going to go. What, what boat ramp are you going to use? What facilities mm. are easily accessible to you? Because it's just not that simple. And sadly, that's because our, you know, Army Corps of Engineers has been difficult. Um, they've been a, li- a little bit of, uh, they've been an obstacle for commercial development on the lake. And finally, they are currently doing a reassessment of their land using modern day GPS and other things. And it's caused a lot of conflict with other homeowners or landowners that are adjacent to core land because what the core is doing is they're coming on and saying, Hey, we now have a better assessment of what we own and you have encroached on our land. And yeah. So you have, you have individuals who, Maybe they put a shed in their backyard or built their deck because they saw what they saw at the county courthouse. They saw the plot, right. the plot maps, and they trusted that because where else are you going to go get an idea of where your land is, right? And so when you yes. put your shed there thinking it's your land, and now the court comes back to you and says, nope, it's not your land. Um, it's our land, and, and you're going to have to move your shed. And so... Now, the core has been fairly reasonable. They're trying to be, they're not trying to be draconian in what they're doing. But at the end of the day, it's my job to advocate for the lake and for the citizens that live on the lake to have fair rules that everyone understands, that have bright lines where everyone knows what, what the rules are and how, to, how they work. And so those are the challenges that it's my responsibility to address. Mm, absolutely, indeed. Well, Eric, we urge people to. I learned a lot about that from your uh, your newsletter, and you further extrapolated on it, which was fantastic. I'd urge folks to go to your website, burleson.house.gov. There's a lot of great resources there. Sign up for that Burleson brief because there's all kinds of great stuff in there, not only on the national scene, but on the local scene as well. Both are covered extremely and extraordinarily well. Eric, thanks for uh, being available to us. I know you had to come on earlier this morning, so we appreciate you taking the time versus not. And it's always great to speak with you, my friend. Have a, oh, have a great Independence Day weekend. Yeah. Tim, it's my thank you to you for letting me come on a little bit earlier. I really appreciate you. Oh, no, anytime. You're welcome here anytime, my friend, as you know. Eric, have a great Independence Day weekend. Thanks for all you do for the 7th Congressional, and we'll talk to you again soon. Yep, happy 4th of July. You too as well to you and your family. Congressman Eric Burleson, at Rep Eric Burleson, at Eric Burleson on Twitter. He's got the the official Twitter handle, at Rep Eric Burleson, and then the more freewheeling campaign handle, at Eric Burleson. You can also go to burleson.house.gov. Sign up for that Burleson brief. Really cool stuff. Eric Eric is a, he, he combines the traditional 
with the with the new. And so it's got text, right? For those of us who like to read, he's also got videos on there as well for those of us who like to watch. It's a really great um it's a really great capital report that he sends out every day. It's free. Sign up for it today. All right, Don Luzader's got something free. Traffic. Traffic. Hopefully not much of it as we head into the holiday weekend. Don Luzader's traffic report is now a next when we come back, we're up to take your phone calls, 417-866-0933, 417-866-0933. Lots more Wake Up Springfield ahead here at 93.3 AM 560 KWTO. Traffic from the KWTO Traffic Center. Well, we do expect it, Tim, to be a pretty busy uh, traffic day as a lot of folks are going to be getting out of town for the holiday weekend. Uh, no major problems other than an issue from an overnight crash on I-44 just past the Republic Bodark exit at the 67-mile marker. Uh, we had a wreck there, and uh, crews have had to 